No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Ketchup Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. Yo. Tuesday, NCAA basketball is over. We're going to break down Gonzaga getting their ass whooped by the Baylor Bears yesterday. Baylor just bullied them. We're going to talk that. NFL quarterback talk. Rodgers and Green Bay. We got Darnold just moving for three picks to Carolina. And then the NFL draft. We're going to talk about that. NBA 25 under 25 list came out from ESPN. We're going to try to pick our – what type of squad would we put together? If we had if we had uh, an opportunity to pick our squad for 25 under 25, the list is interesting. Uh, spoiler alert, LaMelo Balls in the top five. Is that warranted? We'll talk about that. But big Nick the Quick, what's happening? Yeah, what's business, man? What's going on? Took a week off. You see the tan? Oh yeah. See the tan, G. Looking dark, a- looking dark out here, man. You call, <laughs> you call, some, you call some rays? Took the week off, you know. Yeah. My girl, what's up, Cody? My girl uh was on spring break, so we went down to Florida to kick it for a little bit. We all backed up too. And you so, hop right, you hop right back into 80 degrees. How about that? Yeah, it came right back and was born here too. So yeah, yeah. it's all love. It's all Absolutely, love. Absolutely, man. It's a beautiful thing. And yeah, you said you got your vax. I got my second shot tomorrow. So um yeah. yeah, look on Twitter, look on the internet, man. There's all types of places you can go ahead and get your shots, man. Make sure yeah, make you know, sure y'all, you get y'all are getting up, up on that, man. They're over here at Wrigley Field giving out extra doses if you didn't get one yet. Uh, whatever it is, man. Go ahead and get that wait, taken wait, care wait, of. Wait, wait, what you talking about? So they said at Wrigley, you know, Wrigley's the site where they're doing vaccinations. Yeah. I guess they had extra today, so they're standing on the corner like, hey, we have extras if to like, ask them pull people up. walking by. Yeah, if you're walking by, you need your vaccination, let's do it. Interesting. Which I think you should probably go find some homeless people or something like that and be like, hey, let's, you know, take care of the people who might not have the resources to find out when it's always popping off. But whatever, regardless, yeah, get regardless. the people vaxxed up. You know what I mean? I got my second yes. shot tomorrow. So, yeah. Yes. Beautiful, man. And summer, summer's going to be decent, man. Yes, it is. It's here. Right back at it. Right back at it. All right, let's yeah. talk. No catch up. First take Tuesday. Big Nick the Quick. Lead us off, man. First take. Man, First take. I don't even think, the, I don't even think this. I'm not going to say this is a hot take because it would be disrespectful to the game to call it a hot take. I just think it's a take that I probably didn't even realize yeah. until I watched. So, like, you and I last episode, man, we we – trashed a little bit on the college sports just overall it's no secret we are pro guys yeah right we watch the nba we watch the national football league and that's that right we don't we yeah. don't dabble on the college we don't pretend to this is a yes. game day if you want that you can, there's plenty of other places you can go to Facts. um but i did happen to turn on the baylor and yukon women's game and yeah i saw you tweeting it completely changed my mind on everything I had to say about college sports. In what way? The level of play, the level of talent, and I and I'm not didn't just watch that one game. I watched the rest of the tournament after that. Um, the level of play, the fact that you have upperclassmen, things like that, that are obviously performing. You know, in the men's game, the upperclassmen are gone after one or two. Years. There are no upperclassmen, and if you're around for four years, something went wrong. Oh, yeah, usually suspect. So with this, obviously, in the ladies game, you know, that most of them stay in four years. It's just the level of play, the level of execution, the level of coaching, just what the players are able to do when they're just that much better, that much smarter, that much more talented and four year players and just really, really, really good. It looks so much more like the NBA game 
than anything, anything I saw in the men's game until we got to like the final four, specifically until we got to UCLA and um, Gonzaga and really last night just watching Baylor in general, right? Like Baylor looks like a pro team. But overall, we talked about the, the missed layups, the missed open shots. Like you're not getting that in the women's game with these teams, right? Like I would say I watched from the Sweet 16 on, like you're not, you're just not getting that. Like it's just high level basketball, high level execution. We talk about cutting to the basket. When you're talking about the screen and roll game, like just the ability at which they are able to execute. The level of basketball was so much better, and it was the most enjoyable basketball that I have watched in March. So, um, yeah, yo, they got a fan in me. Shout out, shout out, Paige Buckets. Shout out, um, the Baylor squad. Shout out, the Arizona squad. Shout out, Arizona's coach flipping off the camera. Shout out, um, (laughs) shout out all of them, man. Shout out, Stanford coach, 30 years in between titles. Like, it was just, and I'm, it was just high level. And shame on me for not, uh, you know, checking it out. I'll say this: I never, I've never watched that much uh, women's college basketball in my life, and I only, and I mean, I, I don't, I'm not gonna lie, act like I watched the whole tournament, but I watched a couple games, and there was some high level ball. So, yeah, yeah, salute to the salute to the chicks, and uh, I appreciate them. I want to say this: since we're about to take about the next hour and change talking about sports, my first take is I was down in Florida, and this was my first time I spent. My, my girl's grandmother lives in Naples, so we spent half the time in Naples and half the time in Miami. And Naples is the whitest place in America, I think. Like, when you think of affluent white America, like, if you when you walk into Naples, you'll be like, oh, my God, this is what. It was a Polo Ralph Lauren J. Crew magazine. Like, that was exactly <laughs> what it was. Like, to the clothes, to the decor, to the houses. To how people talked. Was this the point of like uncomfortability? Kind of like th- it, it was the Truman Show almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I that, don't belong here. <laughs> yes, like it was that refined. Yeah, right. It was like American, like, yeah, it was just like, yeah, it was that refined and that old school white. It was interesting. And I didn't yeah. have any problems or anything. I'm not saying, I'm not even on any racist shit. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah just for sure. Like, this was the most white place I've ever been to. It was legit uh, J, a J Crew magazine. That's what it looked like. So uh, if you ever get down to Naples, check it out. It was a, it was a lot. Big kick it scene. Like every, every night we went to dinner, whether it be Tuesday night or Wednesday night or whatever it was. Everybody's out. Everybody's out. Everybody's yeah. chilling. So it was, uh, it was an interesting place, man. If you get down there. Check it out. Holler at me. Let me know what you think. I'm, I'm yeah. interested to hear. So, um, all right. First take Tuesday in the books. Let's jump right into the Baylor Bears. Real quick, when you said yeah. that, it made me think of something. You know, I, and, and I've noticed that in like other wealthy areas that you go to, like when I go out in California and shit like that. It's like, yo, y'all got all this bread, but it doesn't seem like anybody works. Like, no. I'm just oh, no. kicking it. you know what I'm saying? It's like. Everybody was everybody just kick, everybody goes to lunch. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a constant weekend. It's like, man, when when does uh I just gotta figure it out? <laughs> I'm missing <laughs> yeah, something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm missing bro. something. So it yeah. was uh yeah, it was a lot was of cool. old people kicking up. it. Yeah, it was it was an interesting scene. So yeah. I never experienced that before, so it was cool. Um, all right, let's talk Baylor. I'll I'll lead it off. Like Big Nick the Quick said, I wasn't a, I, I'm never a big, big college hoops fan. 
when it gets down to the Elite Eight and the Final Four and all that, I'll start to pay attention and watch. And every game I watched this year at Gonzaga, I was impressed. I was even impressed with UCLA the other night because that was one of the best games I've seen. I know everybody's saying that, but that shit was facts, man. That game was great. But I'm like, okay, they just had a little trouble against UCLA, bumped into a little uh, a little issue. What happened to them last night was an ass whooping. Whooping. They got flat out beat up, destroyed, whatever you want to call it. From the opening tip. From the opening tip. It was for the I'll opening hu- tip. Baylor was a different, two different basketball teams on the floor. It was almost like, man, we, I, we're not ready for this. Yeah, Gonzaga was like, I don't, we're not, I don't, we can't compete with these dudes. That's what it looked like from the start. And Baylor clearly was like, you're not doing any of that pretty shit against us. Everybody talks about your offense. You're, you're not going to do any of that pretty shit against us. Take, your, head, take, take your headbands off. Defense was sw- yeah, defense was swarming. <laughs> they cleaned up the boards, insane. Yeah. They were getting second chance points. Gonzaga wasn't. They were one and done. And that was the biggest part of the game for me. Um, I don't know how to. There's multiple ways you can put this. But Baylor just had more dogs on the floor than Gonzaga. It was like city kids versus prep school kids. Prep school soft kids is what it was. That's what it looked like. Baylor had a Baylor had a bunch of down south Louisiana Texas type boys that were in there playing hard. I mean, you could tell from the, again from the opening tip they were fired up. They were crashing the boards. Their defense was swarming. They're forcing them into turnovers. Baylor has these guards that are just like these little bulldogs. You know what yeah. I mean? You have uh, Mitchell. You have uh, what's Flagler and the other guy who had like twenty four last night. Like these guys are just dogs. Like they're getting up into your chest. They're playing this physical brand of basketball you know they got the big dude in the middle from louisiana over there cleaning everything up like it's just yeah. playing bully ball and gonzaga's got these highly skilled guys right highly Which is skilled nice. guys. Yeah. It's really nice <laughs> until you run into some guys who are just like you know what tonight we're not gonna play that way well that's just they, not how we're playing today and baylor was just wild in your face on the defensive end and they were hitting everything to start. everything yeah so if you're going to tell me that they're going to come out and hit all their jumpers and then get in your face on the defensive and, and end. you and, can't go on a run. And then clean the glass up. Yeah. You're in trouble. I don't care if you're one of the, you're undefeated in one of the best teams, AKA people have ever seen or whatever, but yeah, it was different. It was a different feeling. It's, the game plan that Baylor came out with uh shout out Scott drew, one of the Drews, Larry Bryce, one of them, Scott drew, um, shout out him you're for that the game plan. Head coach, yeah, yeah, for the game plan that he had, because it was clear that uh, he had his team ready and Gonzaga was not. So yeah, and I think you, I think you said it like, Mark Few's got to be thinking if I can't win with this squad, man, if I can't yeah, win on a year real. with no Duke, a year with no North Carolina really involved, a year with no Kansas really involved, a year with no Kentucky really involved, man, I got to go beat a football school in Texas. And I can't do it. Yeah. And my, hey, and I got a top five recruit, a top five draft pick. Yeah. If yeah, you're him, you're good. like, what What else I got to do? What else I got to do? But, man, Baylor just came in and played. And it, and when we say like a street type ball, it's not like they were doing anything dirty or anything outside of the lines. It was just physical. It was, it was aggressive. It was men versus boys. It was aggressive. That was the way it, it was aggressive. It was, and it's like they knew. And if you watch Baylor play, I think I'd said it like, Early in the tournament, I was like, Baylor looks like the best team because they just played physical, and no one wants to deal with that for 40 minutes. 
Like, no one wants to deal with that for 40 minutes. They just played like some dogs. It's like when you're playing pickup ball and you, at, at some point in the pickup run, the guy that never stops running or moving is on you. You're setting screens. And, <laughs> and, like... and, you're, and you're trying to shake this dude just yeah. for like an open, just to get the ball, and he's in your pocket. Right. It looked like that for all five of the guys on Baylor, on Gonzaga, the whole first 30 minutes. Right. They were just in their pocket the whole way. Um, yeah, man, it was an interesting game. I, back, I think yeah. I think the Gonzaga thing, I don't know, man. I, I think this whole undefeated shit, you never want to lose a game, but I don't I, I don't know if you could play cupcakes all year. Yeah. Yo, because they got in two. Because if you think about it after the fact, right, you look at it, and essentially Gonzaga played a bunch of cupcakes all the way through, bumped into UCLA. Who's in their conference? Like Fresno State, teams like that? Yeah, William St. Mary. Like it's like the, non, it's like the non, non-Pac-12 West Coast teams, right? Right, exactly, yeah. right? So, like, that's my question to you is, is it – can you just play cupcakes all year and then bump into – they essentially – from from the from the outside looking in, from a guy like me, you play cupcakes all year, then bump into a really tough game in UCLA, and you have to essentially hit a half court heave off the glass in overtime to not to win that game, and then you and then you bump into a squad that has been really good all year from the Big Twelve, and you get mauled and smashed and smoked out, not even in the game at any point. Right. Um. Well, I think didn't they had scheduled Baylor right? in the season and the game got yeah, canceled, and it I think. Got canceled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they had scheduled him and got canceled due to COVID. But yeah, I mean, look, man, it's, a, it, it's, it's, it has to say it, something to that doc. Yeah. But they also were rolling everybody else that they played in the tournament. Right. So it's not like they were struggling with other teams that were made to the tournament. They didn't really struggle until they saw UCLA um, and UCLA was playing just outstanding basketball come March time. I think yeah. you got, I think, was it you or somebody was telling me you got to watch out for those first four teams because yeah. A lot of them are good teams. The UCLA, look, they might not have been great in the Pac-12, but they're still a Pac-12 team for the Pac-12 athletes, right? And you get those guys in the right situation, and they can win some ball games. So that's a tough matchup for them. Um, but is yeah, there something, need, is there yeah, something yeah, to absolutely. say like, yeah, yo, you, you need, need to, to be – Yeah, you need, you, need to to against, you need to play against some guys because what's never going to happen, you will never play against anything even close to Baylor in that conference. Right. You because won't play against – you'll thing. never play against anything like because that. So you're not going to see thing. that. You're cruising all year. Next thing you know, you go down 10 points. You're like, hold on a second, dude. Yeah. And then it, it's not like you're playing a, a bum squad where you can kind of just flip it on. I felt like Timmy, it's like he was in, he was his, he was getting locked up. You know what, though? So here, I, we might be wrong on this. So I'm going through their schedule. They played a tough schedule. So they played, they opened the season at 12, Kansas. Yeah. Eight, Iowa. Yeah. They played 13 West Virginia. Yeah. They played 15 Virginia. And they were smashing people, right? 23 BYU. Um, but then once are they these, get are these all what are these all at the beginning of the that's year? That's in the beginning. Exactly. Week? Once you get into conference, you're playing against San Diego, St. Mary's, Pacific, Pepperdine. And yeah, you're not you pretty much you play tough in the beginning of the year, and then you literally you don't stretch again until March. So to your point, like, yeah, I think that's where it hurts you. Um, knowing that you got this cupcake schedule, maybe the problem is no one's going to play you in the middle of the season. 
in their conference season. Like people probably well, aren't yeah, signing up to go play them. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of a you know a double edged sword, but I mean, or catch twenty two, but yeah, well, I think there's something. There's something I mean, there. Look, they've been in the title game two of the last four years now, Gonzaga. For sure. Yep. They've been the elite eight multiple times over the past, you know, six or seven. And now they're grabbing elite recruits. Yeah. So you I look mean, at you look at Suggs, Hachimura. I mean, you're getting guys that are top ten picks. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it's just they need one more. Yeah, they just needed. It's just, just hard to win a championship. Like, is, you know bro. what I mean? It's it hard is, to win bro. a championship. Yeah. Like I think sometimes it's like instead of looking like man, like oh, does this mean they can't? It's just hard to be the one team out of every team that wins one, right? It's just hard to be the last man standing at the end of that tournament. They had a great year. I think it, it, it look, man, he's going to reload again. I think if anything, Cody it's going to show. Cody just said they got to move to the pack. That would be sick. Go ahead. That would be sick, the but they're, they're not going to do that. Why? You can just waltz into the number one seed every year. Um, Cause I think now more money for sure. I yeah. think now though, what Suggs showed is that you can be a top five recruit, go to Gonzaga, play deep into the tournament and come out a top five draft pick, which is going to show other kids, hey, maybe I don't need to go to Duke and play with 10 other guys who are first-round draft picks, right? Maybe I can go to Gonzaga, literally get the keys to the program, right, and still play with guys, other guys who are pretty good. So I think he, if I'm him, that's that's what I'm recruiting on, right? Get a couple blue chippers and then a bunch of Drew Timmies and all these other guys and go from there. Fair enough. Shout out Baylor, though. <laughs> Dog dogs, Nug- they they dogs. mashed those boys up. It was put them in the grinder for Nug- 40. Yard dogs. 40 put them in the grinder the for forty minutes and never never let in them doubt. Out. It was never and, in doubt and never let them out. Never in doubt. And the national media, I feel like the 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 broadcast, everybody wanted Gonzaga to win so much. Yeah, maybe. Shout out. I mean, minutes. they were killing people on Baylor's program twenty years ago. So. <laughs> Gee, come on. <laughs> Baylor's football team, basketball team, that shit is yeah, all fucked up. I, I mean, the, I don't mean to laugh like that, but yeah, that uh, that's facts. There's no doubt about that. So no one mentioned that. They're like, yeah, you rescued the program. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit more? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not laughing about it either. But like, if you know the story, it's fucked up. So yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was dark days for sure. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move over to the NFL real quick, and then we'll close the last segment out. Can we? Real quick, can I just yeah. do one thing? I know that we're, yeah. we're not going to talk about it, but listen, yeah. man. If you get a check every two weeks, yeah, and at the top of that check, it says Disney. No, we're going to talk about that. Oh, we are? Okay. Yeah, hell yeah, we're talking about that. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, Yeah, we're going to. I thought, I, thought we were, I thought we weren't coming on this. Okay, no, I'll, I'll hold that thought. I'm almost like, let me get this NFL out the way so we can get to this NBA and then talk about that because yes, we'll, we'll that share is, Paulie. We'll, see, Paul, Paul. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it, no doubt. Um, all right, let's talk NFL real quick. Um, the quarterback situation is obviously always a hot button topic. Sam Darnold has moved to Carolina for. A six-round pick this year and then next year for a two and a four. So three total picks for Sam Darnold from, to go to New York to Carolina. The Panthers now have a new quarterback. I don't know what they're going to do with Fred, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. We'll see they what happens. Give him $100 there. million? Dollars? Yeah, we'll see what happens there. But you know that NFL money is funny money. So, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, the Jets are not going to take Zach Wilson, apparently. That's a surefire lock, so. The they said they're draft. not going to. They are, but so well, they're I mean, now going to. Have yeah, they said that? Going to. They of course not. But that, from what Schefter and the rest of the guys are saying, 
That's hey. a surefire lock. Trevor for all Lawrence, we know, for all we know, the Jaguars might take him based on some of the shit that I'm seeing. So I don't really fucking know. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. But I do want to I do want to talk about Sam Darnold because yeah, I think he is uh, an interesting situation. He's been buried in New York under Adam Gase for multiple years now. We all know that. He, Mina Kimes and a lot of super sharp NFL folks are pounding the table saying. He's still a good quarterback. He needs to get out of there. And once he gets in a better system, he'll be able to, you know, lead a team and put up put up W's along with the numbers, right? What are your thoughts on that? Where do you stand with Sam Darnold? Um was three is three picks too much with the two being the top? Uh what yeah. do you think? So I'll hit a couple things on that. Number one, um, I didn't realize that Sam Darnold has only been in the league for three years. Like, I really thought he's been in the NFL for five years. So he's been the yeah. league the longest three years probably in the history of the NFL. He's had bad coaching. He started off with Todd Bowles that first year. Shout out Todd Bowles, Super Bowl champion. Um, that first <laughs> year, but obviously they didn't give Todd a chance to grow. They brought in Adam Gase, which we know the situation. We've ran the tape. You know the numbers. We, we, we've talked ad nauseum about Adam Gase and how we feel about him. Shout out um, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, shout out Ryan Tannehill, right? Um, <clears throat> I think what's happened with Darnold is that he's one he's in now in that situation where people have decided that the Adam Gase thing and all that was so bad that pretty much every bad trait about Darnold has been chalked up to the fact that he was playing for Adam Gase, right? It's a nice, and it's a nice, con- nice situation to be. It's in. a great situation. Obviously, he just got <laughs> traded for three picks, he's probably gonna get a contract. Right. Um, so, you know, like he, he's gotten the benefit of the doubt in every mistake he's made in his career. He has not played good football. I told you yesterday, like, I, I can't tell you one Sam Darnold moment, one throw that sticks out to me, one game that sticks out to me, anything like that. So I think he's really benefiting from that. And it's a, it's made it so that people won't even evaluate him. It's like, they throw away the film on this guy. We're almost going to treat him like a he's rookie. He's almost a rookie. Yeah. 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 We're treating him like a rookie. Right. So. It's really on him to make a difference there. If they brought him there to be the starter and he somehow parlayed those three years into New York and became that sympathetic that returned into a starter, then great, man. Now you're going to have a great opportunity. There's no more excuses. So it's put up or shut up time. But I do think he's he became at some point extremely overvalued. And I point to the Trubisky contract as this. If you're a fuck the Panthers, wouldn't you rather pay Mitch Trubisky a million and a half dollars? Mitch Trubisky, who you have seen have success in the NFL, Right. We watched it. He sucks overall, but we I can point to Mitch moments, right? I can point to more Mitch moments, more Mitch W's, more Mitch successes, more Mitch's flashes than I can with Sam Darnold, dude. Darnold is a turnover machine. He fumbles. He throws a ton of picks. Like, those are things. So I would have much rather just been like, well, why wouldn't you just take a flyer on Mitch for a million bucks and have him compete with Bridgewater? So in that sense, yeah, he's wildly overrated. I'm not giving up three picks for this guy. He's not going to be on the Jets. The Jets are going to cut him. So all you got to do is wait till he gets released and say, hey, we'll give you a starting job. And there's only so many teams who are willing to say that to him. So yeah, I, I feel I like they were, see, they were. I don't they know were, if they were going to cut him, but. What were they going to do? You draft Zach know. Wilson yeah, and, and have him gonna... be the backup? What does Sam Darn do as a backup for? You need a mentor, not a guy who's trying to take his job. That's an yeah. uncomfortable situation. Honestly, if I'm the Jets. I would have drafted uh, Wilson, kept Donald on the well, team. Well, I would have drafted Josh, Josh, Justin. Why am I giving Justin Fields? 
Justin yeah. Fields, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, I don't Josh know Fields. I don't I know how many times have you seen the the team with an extra quarterback on the roster move, get get a crazy offer in like the first three weeks of the NFL season and somebody gets hurt? They get like sure. two ones, right? Well, they just um, got it. Well, yeah, I mean they uh, they got a six, they got a two and a four or six. Yeah, a, I mean a two? Two For is Sam, a, two. a two is a two. A, a two, two and a four. Two, right? Twos and fours are starters. Yes, Sixes well, are depth. <laughs> but but this is this is the thing, right? So apparently Joe Brady, the guy that was at LSU that oh, did uh, that that made Burrow into Burrow and Matt Rule together, are supposed to be they they're supposed to be able to put together a crazy O. Now you're going to give Joe Brady this young guy with all this talent. And then McCaffrey will be back healthy. They should be able to put together a crazy offense. Honestly, I this may be a hot take. I don't I don't see Sam Darnold being that much more talented than Teddy Bridgewater. That's my thing. Like maybe he's a little more talented than Teddy Bridgewater. Probably got a stronger arm. He, he's younger, maybe, but like. I'm interested to see what's going to happen and, and he if, if he's going to go over there and all of a sudden, because they're talking like he's getting ready to turn into a top five quarterback. We had one of our homies in the group chat say Donald's going to be a pro bowler next yeah, year. Yeah, it's crazy to me, man. I don't, and he go back and watch him at USC. He threw a shit ton of interceptions at USC. Yeah, he turned. That was the biggest knock on him coming out, and he has not improved on that at all. And that is not Adam Gase's fault. Like so, if the biggest knock on you is that you turn the ball over, and the one thing that you don't want from an NFL quarterback is a guy who turns the ball over. Look, man, we saw Jameis Winston throw thirty touchdowns and five thousand yards, but because he threw thirty picks with it, he was out of a job. So, if a guy has a problem turning the ball over, I, that that to me, like you, you, that sticks out. Again, I'm not bank, like this is crazy that I'm even keep saying this. But why wouldn't you just sign Mitchell Trubisky for a million dollars if you think you can save a guy because he has talent? Right. Again, we have seen Mitch scheme to wins. If you do the right thing, he's not intelligent. You just got to do the right thing. So if Brady and Rule are like, yo, we can coach anybody, well, let go coach a guy who doesn't throw picks. Go coach a guy who's athletic and has talent. And I mean, no, I don't want to make it sound like I'm endorsing Mitch, but it's more like, I just don't understand. Why I don't you're know trading. if he's. I don't know if he's worth all this, right? Yeah, if I don't know why That's, you're trading twos and fours when you could grab another developmental quarterback, or and guess what? If you suck, well, you have your first round draft pick next year. You draft a quarterback because Matt rules on like a ten year deal. He has this huge ass deal. He's not going anywhere. So I just I don't understand the Darno deal, dude. I don't. Someone tell me. Anybody out there? Put it on YouTube. Put it on the Twitter. Send me I your see. Sam Darnold highlights that I need to see. That show me something. I don't something. I, I, so I went and listened to Mina Kimes breakdown on it, and she talked about it a bunch last year. But she essentially talked about his individual numbers were very on par with being a solid quarterback. The the offense and the play calling and the the it it, it was kind of like the stuff we saw with Nagy here in Chicago. There was they wouldn't stretch the field. They didn't have any talent. They didn't have any offensive line. He was always running for his life. Nothing. He he never had the opportunity to to show his talent. And then when he actually did, it was a small sample size, but his numbers were good. So, the guy threw. I'm gonna tell you this. Thirty nine interceptions and thirty eight starts. I'm gonna tell you this, bro. 
It's uh, I got to get my phone charger or my computer charger here too in one second. But thirty nine interceptions. Go. I, I, I'm gonna tell you this, bro. If you get the media, this is a perfect example of the media narrative giving this. He just essentially got a whole another chance to do Wait, can anything he wanted. Here, tell tell the people yeah. what you're reading. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug it. Real quick. Uh, well, I'm gonna tell the people what I'm reading right here is that in thirty nine starts. In 39 starts, Sam Darnold has turned the ball over 59 times. He has 39 picks, and he has 20 fumbles. In 2019, in 13 games, he fumbled the ball 11 times. So, again, man, you can't blame that on coaching. You can't blame that on Bulls. You can't blame that on Gase. That's on Sam Darnold, man. And I don't know if changing the situation or putting them with better coaching is going to fix that. Like, that's 60 turnovers. 60 turnovers in 39 games. 60 turnovers in 39 games. So the stat that I just read is on top of those 39 uh, 39 picks. Oh, yeah, he was had, fumbling that bitch. He also had 20 fumbles. Yeah, had 53 turnovers in 39 games. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting. I don't, I don't, guys that turn the ball over never have success in the NFL unless your name is Brett Favre, period, it's, point blank. It's a really interesting thing just talk about like the whole media narrative because I have yet to come across at least anyone on ESPN times big swag Warlowski, All those dudes are like, this guy just needs a fresh atmosphere and he's going to be able to, to do some things. So we'll see because none of them want to be wrong if he does turn out being good, but they know he's trash. I'll say it. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't look like anything special to me. 59, I, like, 59 turnovers. 59 turnovers? Yo, 59 turnovers in 39 games. But we'll see because we saw what happened with Tannehill and him leaving and him being able to thrive out in Tennessee. Tannehill didn't have 20 fumbles, man. Yeah, that's true. Tannehill didn't. Yeah. Put it like this. Mark our words here. If if Put it like this. I'm on the side of if he goes over there and starts dealing, I'll be way more shocked than – if he went over there and was very mediocre. For sure. And I would even say with Tannehill, Tannehill showed more flash to me than Darnold did. Tannehill showed that he could just be a boring starter in the NFL, which is what he is. Yeah. So, yeah. This wasn't a third pick in the draft or whatever he went. But, yeah, we'll see, man. But, yeah, I think he's getting the benefit of the Dallas shout in for capitalizing on it. And, hey, man, if he puts together a good season, it's a mute point. Everybody, everybody will forget his first three years in the league. For sure. For yep. sure. And not too many players get that opportunity. So that that's just how bad the Adam Gase experience was. Is he employed anywhere? No, I don't, I don't know. Watch watch Saban hire him, make him offensive coordinator and fucking. And then, yeah, then he'll be back. <laughs> he'll be back. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Saban does. Hey, give me a job. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about <laughs> these draft, these draft quarterbacks. Um, I saw you tweet. You're gonna, you're gonna. In short, you said you were gonna freak out if Justin Fields went was the fifth quarterback drafted. And I mean, some like, of the things and it I've looks seen, like, and it looks like that's gonna be the case. Well, and yesterday, <clears throat> sorry, I mean to cut you off, but no, yeah, even no. this shit, the shit that's been on Twitter, the things that are coming out from these draft people, and you and I have been talking about it forever. You sit around and you look at these guys for too long. And you start looking at some other guy who maybe never did anything. And you just start falling in love with him. Like, let's fall in love with the guy who didn't play last year. Justin Fields, who did play last year, put up great numbers and led his team to a national championship game. 
but let's fall in love with the guy who didn't play at the damn near Division II school. Like, come on, man. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, so this is what I saw yesterday from Gil Brandt. Uh, yep. One of these guys always pops up around the draft. If you pin me down and force me to pick between Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, I might pick Wilson. It's that close for me. Honestly, I'm surprised the Jaguars' new head coach didn't show up at BYU's Pro Day. <laughs> I retweeted that and said, what is going on here? Yeah, no, facts. I what, think, what, is, uh, what is going on here? What are we What are we doing? What film are we watching? What Trevor Lawrence are you watching? Have you been watching? I don't understand this, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who Zach Wilson is. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of crazy because it's another one of those situations where, you know, smaller school, not a lot of comp, um, played behind a really good offensive line, didn't really seem to have too much adversity, I guess you could say. Everything on film that I've seen is very no, – nothing jumps off the page besides – I mean, he has a good arm. He has a lot of arm strength. There's no doubt about that. Um, but – Which we've seen time and time again like, is not a determining factor of success in the NFL. Yeah, it's just some of the stuff you see from Trevor Lawrence and, and Justin Fields and those guys Special. is, is next-level stuff against next-level athletes. Is those stuff called wins in football games? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like, it's, what are we talking about here? It's it's really interesting. I, uh, I, I guess you can't, I, I guess, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to say to, I, I would just think coming from a Jets fan, and if I'm rooting for the Jets, go get me a little, a, a do with a little more. I don't know, man. I honestly, Dude, this is New York City. Go get me the quarterback who played quarterback at the Ohio State University and is used to the bright lights, dude. I've also, like, go, I've also, don't, said go get me a guy from fucking Brigham Young. He's still a virgin. Who's all, <laughs> who also knows? I've also said on this podcast that I'm not going to give these, I'm not going to slander these quarterbacks. Um, I, because I, who, who knows what they're going to become and what they'll look like come, come NFL time. Because if you would a couple years ago, if you asked me if my man was going to be able to play quarterback, uh, Josh Allen, yes, yeah, no chance. I was on him. I was like, "Yo, this is going to be a good. This is good." Oh no, 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 not Josh Allen. What's oh, I thought about to say you were on Josh Allen. What was my man from uh from Cal? What to the LA? Yeah, you. Oh, Josh, Rose, Josh, Ro Josh, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. I'm like, yo, this <laughs> dude's going to be a player. He's going to be yeah. solid. He had that I don't give a fuck attitude. He was already. He was a really smart dude. I thought he had a big arm. I thought he'd be a great NFL quarterback. He was trash. So it's really hard to tell with these dudes. So I always lean towards the guys that I've seen play at a super high level, make super high plays in big in big moments. So I, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna lean to those guys. One thing about uh one thing about Trey Lance is he he has one interception in his career. I thought this might sound kind of goofy. I didn't really like hearing that. If you have one one singular interception, you have three, four, five. That's still a great number. But one singular interception makes me feel like, and I've I've only watched a little bit of tape, but you're not you're not getting it, you're not getting put in enough situations to where you should never have one or two interceptions. 
Like that means your throws aren't difficult enough. You're not playing in a in a. You're not trying to put balls in windows like you're gonna have to put at, at the high level in the NFL. That's kind of what what I was thinking about that. Even Aaron, Aaron Rodgers throws three, four, five picks in a year. Yeah, no, for sure. You know what I'm saying? You're not. Yeah, even, like who? You're, you're who, not getting. Who's, you're not getting he, balls tipped. If you know what I'm saying, you're not putting balls in windows to even get tipped to get picked. Can if so? Yeah, it's just an interesting situation, dog. I don't um, know. yeah, and you're playing North Dakota State. Who knows who you're playing against? And I get that's where that's where wins came from, right? Um, but I'll tell you, this shows you how plugged in I am to the draft. I didn't know till 30 seconds ago that Trey Lance was black, so I'm all in. Oh, you didn't know Trey Lance was black? I didn't. I didn't play. I don't know anything about him. Play football last you year. Got- <laughs> he played at North Dakota State. I just found this out. You gotta. You. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch go, any film. Oh my is god! His highlights go look, crazy. You gotta go look at some film. Um, all right, I'll watch some film. Honestly, his highlights weren't all that special. There were a lot of deep balls to open receivers for me. A lot of these passes were to wide open dudes, and I watched a good like twenty minutes of tape. Gotcha. He 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 could move though. He could use his feet, but I didn't see any big time throws. Right, like that. I was like, oh shit, this dude's gonna be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah, it's, I, it's, shout out Xander. Xander said, "I agree with your your overall point, Nick. But playing with a team full of five stars can mask a lot too." Yeah. Okay. That's so true. yeah, no, I, it, I, it, I it's a, it's a hundred percent true, and that's what's being held against uh, Fields really badly. Um, and I guess it's starting to be held against uh, our boy uh, Trevor Lawrence, but he's still going to go number one. I get that, man. But at the same time, like, okay, so should we only draft quarterbacks who made it happen at schools where they weren't getting a ton of five-star recruits? Like, is that the way you're supposed to look at it? I mean, look at the quarterbacks around the league. They're coming from big-time schools. Who are the best yeah. quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Texas Tech. Brady. Aaron Rodgers, Cal. Brady, Michigan. Who yeah. else? Russell Wilson played Russell Wilson, at Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Closed it out. NC State yeah. to Wisconsin. Yeah. So it's not like the league is full of a bunch of guys who played at smaller schools outside of your, what, Josh Allen, um, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is ass, though. Yeah, he's ass. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no. I but I see like- what he's saying, though. I hear you, though. I hear you. If a guy makes it happen with lesser talent, it's that's why it's so hard to judge quarterbacks because it, it, it's all, it is about the talent around you. If you have a whack offensive line in college, right, you could be the best quarterback in the world. You got a whack offensive line for four years, you can't really see it, right? So, I mean, for sure, there could definitely – maybe that is the thing with Wilson. Maybe these guys who are looking at that are saying, man, we're visioning him with better talent. Obviously, there are. We're picturing him with better talent, and we see him producing at a higher level, whereas when we look at fields with better talent, he's not necessarily going to elevate. So, yeah, I get it. It's just, for me, in the little college that I watch, and a lot of it does happen to be Big Ten football, I saw everything I need to see from Justin Fields. He's a winner. So I just don't – I I don't like when we start talking ourselves out of guys. But, you know, who we, we would have said that about Josh Allen a few years ago. We were saying that about Allen. There's no re- – I'm going to say this. There's no reason – Justin Fields should be getting taken over Trey Lance, a guy that played in a small ass school, hasn't played in a year. Meanwhile, the whole time he's been out, Justin Fields has been putting up very, very good numbers against, awesome. against very, very good competition all year. I don't also, it, yeah. it, it, it's a reach, it, it, it's a risk, I guess, at the end of the day. But for yeah. sure, yeah, it's hard to evaluate these guys. And also, Xander, don't ever disrespect Troy Smith like that. He just never got opportunity in the league. <laughs> Shout out Troy Smith. Shout out Troy Smith and Teddy Ginn. Shout out Troy Smith, Teddy Ginn. 
Charlie Smith um, said again, connection was crazy. Crazy. Maurice Claret. <laughs> Shout out Maurice. Yo, they railroaded my man. <laughs> Shout out Maurice Claret. All right, let's move over to Aaron. I, I want to say this real quick on Aaron Rodgers. There's he came out recently the last couple of days. He's hosting Jeopardy, and he came out the last couple of days and addressed. He's essentially the Packers aren't giving haven't given him an extension. And his response to it, people are asking him, Are you gonna finish your career in Green Bay? His response is it's out of my control. I'm not sure. We'll see what happens in Green Bay. Didn't he just sign an extension last offseason? He just wants more money, right? No, it was the year before that, I'm pretty sure. I thought he had just signed one, a huge one. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, figure, I'll look it up. Either way, he's coming off an MVP and he's going into his last year of he a deal. He wants more money. He's and, Mahomes money. Well, he, he's going into the last year of his deal. He just won the MVP. So there's there's uncertainty around, like, what are you going to do? Let him walk out the door? Right. After the year is over, so yeah, that's that's the situation in Green Bay. I'm gonna I w- I'm gonna say this. I wish Aaron would put a little more flack on on the Packers and kind of rub them in the dirt a little more. I, I I want him to come out and say, look, every single decision the Packers have made has been clearly to try to push me out the door. Simple as that. So we'll see what happens. But I don't know if y'all are paying attention. I'm on, I'm the one on the field trying to get us to win games. And the last three, two seasons, three seasons, they haven't done anything but help me. And a matter of fact, you could go all the way back to like Jordy Nelson. That's his number one connect. Most touchdowns. They haven't drafted. They haven't drafted a skill position player in the first round in like 15 years. Yes. The the the. The most the running backs, the quarterback or receivers don't yeah, tight ends. The the connection for quarterback to wide receiver touchdowns all time is Rodgers to Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson was due for a deal. If you remember, they cut Jordy Nelson and didn't tell Rodgers about it. Didn't talk to him. Right. Didn't do anything. They cut his man. The guy he, the, well, he Nelson, thrown Nelson, like, Nelson was done. Nelson was done. But yeah, no, no. But listen, they the, yeah. the guy he had thrown sixty touchdowns to over the last four years. They cut and didn't talk to him. He kind of shook that off like, all right, don't worry about it. Then, like you said, the years coming after that, they haven't drafted a skill player in a decade plus, right? Yeah. So yeah. that that's another sign. Then last year you get the opportunity to add a skill player because the year previous you go a bunch of defense. You go two corners who are studs now, by the way. So, okay, you add defense. You still don't add anybody for, for – at, at, at skill-wise for Aaron Rodgers. Then last year comes up. You have another opportunity to add a skill player. The wide, the, the draft is wide receiver rich with with Judy and all these guys, right? You don't yeah. – you, don't, you draft – That is the year to get a wide receiver. The year to get a wide year. receiver was last year. You need <laughs> one to, to complement Adams, and then you go Jordan and draft – Jefferson. A, yes, everybody. You go and draft a quarterback? It's like everything you guys do, you tell me you don't want me to be around. And then they ask me all the time, do you want me to be around? And it's almost like the actions speak louder than words. I wish he would just be like, yo, everything they do, it seems that they don't want me here. So we'll see what happens. Well, they kind of leave him holding the bag, too. It's like, hey, yeah, you're left to kind of explain our incompetence. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. But he never – and I know he doesn't – put it like this. I think he – I think fuck the front office and the Packers – 
who's running shit. I think he more likes he he really appreciates the fans being a Packer, playing at Lambeau. All yeah. That. But yeah. yeah, man. I don't I think mean, it's a franchise and city that's easy to turn your back on just because, like, again, yeah, the fans are great in the way you're embraced. But yeah, I mean, to, they have wasted the fact that this Aaron Rodgers experience is going to end with one Super Bowl win and one Super Bowl appearance um, is incredible when you consider how long we've considered him to be the most talented quarterback in the NFL, right? All the years they wasted with Mike McCarthy. We knew Mike McCarthy was done as a coach six years ago. Like he has been a <laughs> terrible coach for that franchise for a long time. He's made terrible decisions in, in regards to clock management in regards to fourth quarter. Like he's just a bad coach. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it was clear that he didn't have a great relationship with Rogers towards the end. So it's like, you really should have made a move earlier. You bring in the floor who I like LaFleur. I think LaFleur is a good coach. Obviously, he's done great things for Rodgers, getting an MVP in, you know, year 37, whatever. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But at the same time, you draft a quarterback when your window is like this tight, right? And you're in a division where you know you're going to win this division, right? So you're going to get in the playoffs. You're going to get that opportunity. So the players that you sign, the moves that you make should all be towards performing in the playoffs, Right. Like, knowing you're going to win that division. So some of the moves that other teams might have to make that are more built around depth, certain things like that, in order to win a division, you're going to win the NFC North every fucking year. I'm sorry. You have the best quarterback. There's no other quarterbacks in the division. The Bears were your biggest threat this year. And, I mean, they they literally, you know. So um, knowing (laughs) all that, you don't make any moves. You don't make any trades. Right? You don't go out looking for skill position, guys. You don't go for broke to try to win a championship. You just say, eh, we got the quarterback, man. We're going to fill the seats. We're fine. We're fine. We don't need to spend any money. It's 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 embarrassing, man. Like the the, 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 the McCarthy thing to me is one of the things that sticks out the most because you really throughout wasted him with, with a really bad coach. Throughout the whole situation. So, yeah, I, I wish he would just come out and say something of the sort. Like, look, stop asking me that. As you could, as, as you could see – by the organization's moves over the years, do, do they want me around long term? Yeah, what do you I, think? I mean, like, why? Yeah, what do you think? Because they haven't got me a skill player in 15 years. They drafted a quarterback. Do you remember what what Brady did with Garoppolo? He told them, "Get him <laughs> out of here, this guy, out of here, or I'm not coming yeah. back here." Period. I don't, this, point blank. What's the purpose of this? Straight like that. And then what a Super Bowl. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you just don't do that type of shit. So yeah, he literally said, I don't care if this is Bill's guy. He went to Robert Kraft. He went to Kraft. Like, Get this guy the fuck out of here. You're yes. not going to have some guy. You're not. He's just not going to be. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. What do you, what, what do you mean? Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Point blank. Here. Yeah. What are we doing? Me Hoyer. Give me Hoyer. <laughs> give me a clipboard holder me that Hoyer. can help me in film room. Yeah. Don't give me this guy. Don't give me this young, attractive guy right here yeah. behind me. No, like, yo, this guy's all up on my lawn. Like, Facts. yeah, no. Nah. Nah. Facts. He's talking to Giselle. I don't like yeah. this. Get him out of here. Say hi yeah. to my wife. <laughs> Facts. Yes, yeah. sir. He played football with my kids. I don't like this, man. Get this guy the fuck out. Send his, as a matter of fact, get him as far out here as he possibly can. <laughs> Send him to San Francisco. <laughs> Send him all the way to the other side of the country. I don't want him on the East Coast. You can't right. send him to Miami. Send that man to San Francisco. Get him right. the fuck out of here. Right. That You're 100% right. When you put it like that, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Rodgers needs to go in there, put it on the table, and just say, look, man, Y'all have been bullshitting me with this 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 family-owned fucking town-owned business for the past fucking 15 years. All I've done is gone out there and play every game. 
all I've done is gone out there and produced. All I've gone is gone out there and take all the bullets and be a good fucking Packer yep. and live in this shitty fucking town yep. and win football games for you. And all you've done, great it's, point, is show me reasons why you don't want me here. And then the icing on the cake, after I just have another good year, you draft a fucking quarterback. And I'm not even old. Stop the cap. Stop it's the like, cap, stop man. It. Hey, you know what? Chicago's not that far away. Come on down the road. I'll go play over there. Them motherfuckers don't even know what a quarterback is. No, you, man, what? That would be. And you man, can still eat at a nice restaurant, man. We can show you a, a real town. Aaron, I've loved Aaron Rodgers forever. He's a little bit of bratwurst. Time. You know what I'm saying? You ever had steak? <laughs> so, yeah, man, I thought that was interesting. And I think they, they're they getting off light because it's obvious they're they're not handling that shit correctly, which is which should be positive positive. You know, music in our ears for Bears fans, but it shouldn't be that hard. No. All right, let's move to the NBA. You know the Dilly. So I thought this would be fun. ESPN dropped the 25 under 25. And we gotta go through the list. And then we gotta talk about Paul Pierce. But where are you at uh with the league right now? It's starting to get super spicy. I'm excited. I'm about to pull this up right now. How you uh how you feel about uh, about the bullies real quick while I, while I grab this real quick? Yeah, I mean I think people need to really we 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 got it in our group message this week. People need to chill, just calm down, everybody, calm down. That this bulls thing wasn't gonna. You don't make a big trade like that, and then the next day you gel, right? Yeah. Um, I I, I it's gonna take some time. You got to see the long term vision with that deal. I think you and I both see the long term vision and what it means to get another all star in here with Zach, who's still in his prime. Yeah. Um, and what that's going to mean for the franchise going forward. It was never about this year for me. Um, I just need them to learn how to play together. You know, use the rest of the season to learn how to play together. If you win some games and you happen to sneak in, great. If you don't, whatever, man. But I'm not going to sit here and hold on to hope of like the sixth pick, the seventh pick. If you're not picking in that top two, forget about it. If you're not picking in that top two, forget about it, right? Unless you're in a very deep draft. So um, I'm happy, man. I'm still – hey, look, these guys made a move. Come on, man. Y'all can't complain when we don't do anything and then complain when we do. Some of these people will never be happy. So um, <laughs> right, I'm happy me, with it, man. Uh, obviously, they haven't played well, here. but yeah. Yeah, no, facts. I agree, man, 100%. All right. You know they got the guy. You know they got the big dog Luca up here first, dude. I've never been so wrong about a player in my entire life. I was wrong too. It, it, it's easily probably my my worst my worst take of my sports talk career. The slander that I sent Luca Doncic's way. I mean, Euro perimeter players haven't uh, always panned out. Yeah. Okay. Let's go through the list. And I'm gonna I'm gonna scan through. We'll go top ten first, and then uh, we'll talk about how we feel about some of it. I don't know if we have the time to go through the whole twenty five, but we'll go through the top ten. We got number one, Luka Doncic. We already know what time it is. Twenty two years old. Guy's a monster. One of the best players in the league. Number two, Zion Williamson. Number three, they have Lamelo Ball. A little over nineteen and a half. They they they, they, they lost they lost me at two. Okay, then we're gonna we'll come back to it. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox is at six. Ben Simmons, 
Devin Booker at eight, Bam at nine, Shy at ten. That's Honorable mention: Brandon, so Brandon Brandon Ingram at eleven. What are so your random by future potential? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, right? It looks like it's it, it's it's ran up by future potential. Do you sure. think so? You uh, you said they lost you at two. You don't think Zion and uh, you don't think Zion should be at two? No, dude. I think Zion's putting up good numbers. His team is trash. Um, and he, yeah, I think he's good, and I'm excited, and I think he's going to end up being really good. But he's got a lot to work on before, like he's the second most intrigue or uh, valuable player under 25. I mean, come on, man. Like, if, if you're talking like that, Donovan Mitchell's already a superstar. Jason Tatum's already a superstar. Like, these guys no are question. already impact players that are on, you know, I mean, I know the Celtics are struggling, but take Mitchell as the best player on the team with the best record in the NBA. Right? Um, so, I mean, yeah, I don't – go back to that list real quick, pull it up. Yeah. Who they put after Zion? I mean, there was a few guys that I'm taking after Zion. I'm taking – I mean, Ben – like, the Ben Simmons slander, man, it has to stop. They got Ben. Can we stop? <laughs> they got Ben at seven. Can we stop? De'Aaron Fox is better is is more potential than Ben Simmons. Forget about. Well, this is the thing. I... Or whatever. Like, however, no way you chop it. You're, there's no list that should include De'Aaron Fox before Ben Simmons. What are we talking about here with Ben? Do we not care about defense anymore? Well, you know that. I'm you know the answer. Like, I, get, I get why you wanted to trade him for Harden, but I'm I'm, I'm saying like. This Ben Simmons shit has just gotten out of control. Is it, it damn? Like, if well, that's the a, case, man, you should just only shoot threes and then the whole league will love you. Because if you don't, man, you are a fucking awful person. Like, God, this is crazy, man. Ben Simmons is a hooper. What about this? What about John Morant? Ja, Michael Porter 15. Jr. over John Morant. And they're saying this list is based off potential. Look, Michael Trey, Porter Jr. has no back. Trey. <laughs> Trey Young, yeah, that is true. Michael Porter Jr. is is hot. Trey Young at sixteen, yeah. This this list is ass, bro. This list is really, this list is really brutal. Shout out to Young Bull Bull at twenty five. Shout out to Young Bull. How they disrespect the Young Bull like that? They don't watch. Um, So then, give me. What do you think? Give me your top five then. (laughs) And then we're about to. You know what? Give me your top five. I'll give you my top five, and then we'll go through uh, and make Shout our squads on that. Io just declared for the draft. Shout out Io. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for U of I. Um, Luca's number one. Yes. Um, Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Book. Okay, you got Book at three. Yeah, I mean, you put him with another good player, and you're seeing what Donovan Book or De- De- Devin Booker Whoa. is. And he's is young. Res- he's a- that respect, Dude, that- on the, on, respect on man. Listen, man, the second best record in the West. They're playing good. He's he's he's. You put him with the player that taught him the right way, and Donovan Book. You're Devin. I keep calling him Donovan Booker. Donovan Booker yeah, would be a great player. <laughs> uh, Devin, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is playing. Um, what was that? Was I gave you three or four? You gave me three. You gave me Luca. Um. Pull the list back up and just kind of scroll real quick. Yeah, you gave me Luca. <sighs> Luca, who was my two? Um, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um, Devin Booker. Yep. No, I'm saying Luca, Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, Devin Booker. Um, bam. 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 Listen. Bam was just the second best player on a team that made the NBA championship. Yeah, he was. 
I, this is what I this that's what I look at, right? Like if you're really like, yo, I guys that delivered when it was time to deliver, delivered when it's time. Donovan Mitchell's delivered when it's time to deliver. Bam Adebayo is delivered when it's time to deliver. Bam yeah. is averaging 20, 10, and five right now. Five assists. You could run the offense through him, and he plays great defense. Like yeah. if you talk about what you want in today's NBA from a big, you want Bam at you would literally the only thing he doesn't do is shoot threes, but you would want Bam at a bio. We just last year we marveled at Bam at a bio in the playoffs. Yeah. Like this dude is a fucking monster. He's a problem, a matchup nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Bam. Give me Bam. Give me Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell. That's hard for me to leave Tatum off. Booker and Ben Simmons. That's probably my five. Um, I I think it's it, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of dudes on there. You know, people like oh, this is this guy. This dude's a stud. There's a lot of studs on there. So that's flexible. But I think the guys that I listed are just their next level. We're gonna make the squads on here. Me and Big Quick for people listening at home is like build your ultimate starting five. I saw this on House of Highlights using fifteen bucks. And uh, Nick, you said you got your squad, yeah? I do. So go ahead, give it to me real quick. All right. So this is one of the most fun things I feel like I've, I've researched for our show. Yeah. It made, me, it made me think like a GM. So I'm gonna start like this. Yeah. You got to get a star, and you got to build around that star. So every move that Thanks. I made was built around building around my star. So my star for five bucks was Luka Doncic. Yes. And I kind of went straight down the line because it actually equals fifteen bucks if you do it that way. Um. Okay. <clears throat> then I pick from the $4 category. Knowing that my star is Luka Doncic, right? And he's going to dominate the ball, right? I don't need to add in another guy like a Trey Young in there who's going to dominate the ball. Yeah. And I really don't need to add in a Ben Simmons who needs thrives best with the ball when, when, and, you know, should be your primary ball handler. Um, so I went with Jalen Brown, the ultimate complimentary player, and he's going to clean up a lot of what Luka can't do on D. Jalen yep. Brown, two-way stud. He's putting up 28 a game right now. Like that guy, why is he not on that list? Maybe he's not under 25. I don't know. But um, Jalen Brown, I think he's a perfect complimentary. No, Jalen Brown's on that list. He was, he? Uh, I think he was like number 11 or 12, yeah. All right, then we go down to the next list. Look, I already I, clearly I researched this man because I just gave you his numbers. Bam Adebayo. What? Are you kidding me? Versatility on D. Can also run some offense through him. But is another guy who, again, knowing that Luca's going to dominate the ball, he's fine with that. Bam Adebayo is going to get his twenty regardless. Um, he's a great player to build around, and the defense is going to be outstanding. Three. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, four. Two. On my four dollar. On my number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Look, it. man. I'm thinking. I need. I need Luca to operate with somebody in the pick and roll, and I need it to be devastating. I need a proven scorer out there and a guy who can also stretch the floor. I want to see a Luca Doncic, John Collins pick and roll. This trade should have happened in real life. If I'm Dallas, I'm calling for for he's the perfect player to play with Luca. John Collins is a fucking monster, but he shouldn't be playing with Trey Young. Let Luca and John Collins run the pick and roll, and we're good. It's lovely. Simple. He's a perfect second option for my team. And to round it all out, look, everybody needs that glue guy, right? You need that number four scorer, that guy who can do a lot, a guy who can get you 20 but can also do other things, can defend a little bit, and isn't going to demand a ton of spotlight. And he's actually doing that for a team with the best record in the NBA right now. So I'm going to go with my man from Villanova, Macal Bridges. That's my $1 player. So we got Luca. Yeah, I can't be mad at that. Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, John Collins, and Macal Bridges. I, la- I don't have 
your like marksman three-point shooter, but I got a bunch of guys that are around 40%. Defensively, Luca's a liability, but I got Bam and and uh Bam McCall and Jen can clean that up. John Collins isn't a great defender either, but Bam is versatile enough to guard threes, fours, and fives for me. So got a lot of lot of lot of switchability. We get a we get a big man off the bench with this team. Uh a point guard, steady hand, give me like a TJ McConnell type player. Yeah. We're off we're off and running. Actually, give me Jalen Brunson for 50 cents. <laughs> Could you get, hey, I'm not mad at that. I'll take Jalen no Brunson cap. No cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no cap. Just because I, I knew you were going to pick Luca. I just I was I just stayed off Luca just so we could have a little difference on here. I'm gonna go ahead and take Devin Booker at five. Just because I think he is the two guard of my dreams. Like that's the guy I want playing too. He could just absolutely fill it up. So I'll take Devin Booker, and he's a pure two. Like none of that bringing a rock up. He's not gonna run shit for you. He's not looking to run any sets. None of that. So I'm gonna get uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off with Devin Book at the two. I'll then go and get Ben Simmons to run the one, play D. Love him with Devin Booker. Yes, oh love him. And, love and him with both, Devin. And they Booker. both dated. Uh, then they both uh, Dick Jenner. And too. they both yeah they both fuck uh, Kendall Jenner so they can vibe out on that so it's too. Great. It's vibe so out it's on all, that out in LA energy. kicking it. <laughs> it's all great. They it's both all, got light skin with the curls, man. These are right. your guys right here. <laughs> they know the people. They got they got the same people. They got the same homies and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm rocking, <laughs> I'm rocking Devin Booker at the two, Ben Simmons at the one. Give me Bam to rim run and play some more defense with Ben Simmons. I think that would be super tough. Then give me hmm. – see, I changed mine up a little bit last minute. I don't want Aiden. I don't really want M- – I don't really want MPJ. MPJ is weird. I don't want Lamelo. Maybe Lamelo is your key to this all. You take Lamelo at the two. Well, you don't have you don't have a point then, guard right now, do you? Eh, I got Ben Simmons. I guess he's not he's not the pure pure point. Okay, give me Lamelo, and then give me uh, Miles Turner. Done. Hmm. Miles Turner. So you okay? Interesting. So you're opting for some size. You're gonna go with yeah. Miles Turner and Bam. Yeah. Fuck it. So you're getting a lot of shooting from Book. You don't have any three point shooting. Not have any three point shooting. You're right. <laughs> I changed. But you my, got a lot of fun. You got a lot of fun. Though. Your team is fun. really fun. Honestly, the reason I I changed so much of mine up because we almost had like the same squad. Because I I went Luca, I went Luca Jalen as well, just because that's a crazy combo. But it's I, a great, I, I mean, Jalen can play with. Yeah, Jalen's a perfect player to play with a ball hand, ball ball hog. Yeah, I also do like. Okay, well, help me fill mine out then. I'll go Ben Simmons. So you're are you you're, you're starting with. So Devin Booker is your top guy, right? Yeah. Booker and Simmons, you need somebody who can shoot. Yes. So give me Jamal Murray. Okay. Murray. Um, it gets ugly yeah. down at the bottom, though. It gets real ugly. I, dude, I mean, Aiden might be perfect for you because you could go Aiden and Lamelo, right? Five four two two. Is that enough money? Five four. That's nine twelve. 14. Jared That's Allen. Me. Rim running, shot blocking. Yeah. Throw him Alonzo. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, Murray, Lonzo, Murray. Jared Allen. 
Yeah, Murray, Lonzo, Jared Allen. That's fun. Yeah, that is fun. That'd be interesting. That's a really fun. Yeah, because Jared Allen's just gonna be allowed to do his thing. Lonzo's not looking for shots, but it, and defensively, that's actually pretty decent. Because yeah. Lonzo's a great defender. For sure. No love for Trey Young, huh? No, I don't want anywhere anywhere in our basketball team. I was very close <laughs> to taking. <laughs> I was very. <laughs> Shout out, Edder. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I was close. I wanted Anthony Edwards just just off the strength. I just wanted. To, I just want him. I just want him. I want him on my team. I want to root for him. Listen, man. I mean, you could go. I, Ant, Ed, you could go. Ant Edwards, Lamelo. Have you watched Anthony Sam. Edwards? Yeah, he's. I mean, yeah, he's, he's fucking good, dude. <laughs> like, look. He. Oozes, I don't know what oozes, his deal is. Oozes talent. He just oozes talent. <laughs> like yeah. the dude is like a six five. Bowling ball with a handle and a jumper, yeah. with insane at elite level athleticism, and yeah, like get him in the right situation with some mentors, get his body right, get his mind right, get the people that he's around away from him probably, and uh, yo, my mess is a problem. I'm impressed. Yeah, it I was going to go one of two ways, and it's gone the other way, and uh, I'm I I just think that that dude, if you haven't watched, they don't win any games. But please, he'll do like five things a night where he looks like, yo, this dude is fucking good. Yeah, no doubt. Just step back, all types of shit. Yeah, no doubt. Pull up. All right, we'll leave it there. Big Nick the Quick for uh, for Big Nick the Quick. I am your host, Sean Little. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, we should. We gotta talk about Paul. If your paycheck. Gee, wait. Okay, wait. <laughs> wait, I had the clip pulled up too. Hold on. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, don't worry. Corn, about that. corn ball, corn ball of the what? Listen, I, 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 my take might. Okay, for those who don't know, we're Doing talking it's about. It's not corny. Recording that shit is corny as fuck. We're talking about Paul Pierce, what he did. If you don't, if you don't know what we're talking about, I don't know where you've been. Go on Twitter. Go look up Paul Pierce video, IG Live. He essentially went on IG Live, was at a crib with some strippers and kicking it. He was smoking weed, everything. Good and he was, and, and, yeah. And he had it on, on film on IG Live. Now, he just got divorced. So, word on the street is that he was celebrating his divorce. It was done, and that's it. Oh, he was trying to, he was trying to show his ex-wife. Oh, so, he was really, really kicking it. Like, that Cap- was it. Capping for the gram. Yeah, exactly. Death by clout. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> death by clout. Death by clout. Death the by number clout. one killer of black folks. Number clout. one killer. <laughs> so... He ends up getting released by ESPN. Um, the video was hilarious. He had girls dancing, and he was mispronouncing. He was mispronouncing countries. The whole, the whole, the real LA Paul. Yeah. The, 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 the this was the Paul that got stabbed. Yes. This this was the old. This was the that Paul came out. Yeah. So ESPN lets him go, which we knew that was coming. What do you think the reason for the firing is? Is it just because we can't be associated? Disney cannot be associated with that type of behavior? I think Disney looks at it just like, why would you? It's one of those things where, like, you know, like, back at school, you get in trouble, like, with your parents or some shit. It's not even like I'm mad at what you did. It's just, why would you do something so stupid? If you're Disney, you're just, like, the decision-making behind that. At no point was this a good idea. And it says a lot about your decision making, right? You can go have strippers. You can go smoke weed, right? If we don't test you for that, it is what it is. But you know you work for Disney, right? 
you know that you get paid a lot of money to do so. ESPN pays very well, right? And I get Paul Pierce has money, but this is a great job he can have for the next 20 years, right? But Kendrick Perkins is going to be on TV for the next 20 years, spend nonsense, and he's going to make a lot of money to do it. Um, perfect example, I say him all the time, is Jalen Rose. Been on he has average player, above average post-playing career. <laughs> um, right. So, you know what I'm saying? And just keep it in between the lines. Um, there was just no reason for it, man. And, like, to me, when I'm watching, I'm like, Paul, like, you were in the league for 20 years. Like, you've been famous for a while. It's like, this is your first time around strippers and all this shit, right? So, like, why do you need to video document the shit? You know what I mean? Like, usually people video document (laughs) shit like that. It's like the first time. Hey, look at me. Like, I'm finally, I'm living that life. Like, you're a multi We know that this is part of your life. You didn't have to show it to me. Right. So, just to go on your live, right, your live that has ESPN and Disney employee all over it, right? Because when you are that, they promote you. They promote you through their Instagram, right? So they're promoting you as an employee. You can't put that shit on there. Yeah, facts. You can't put that shit on there, man. Like, so, yeah. Shut and your up. takes trash. But you said, like, <laughs> hey, Stephen A, you were like, Stephen A wouldn't get fired. But Stephen A also knows he works for Disney and wouldn't blow the bag like that. Yeah. So, Stephen like, overall, I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with smoking weed and getting strippers rub you down if that's what you want. It's all legal. They're getting paid. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think there's anything really morally wrong with it. It is what it is. It's just stupid to broadcast to millions of people when you work for Disney. I was just thinking how I was thinking every time I see this guy, the next time I see this guy on the jump, that's the only thing I'm going to think about the whole time. Right. And that's and you got Rachel Nichols name flashing across the live. (laughs) So like, that's a bad look too. It's just like, she sees it like, come on, man. Like people are, people are gonna. That was the like people were gonna be laughing at him in the hallway and everything, and they just couldn't. Yeah, yeah, it couldn't happen. And they're and they're just like, we can't like sit here and deal with you when you're this stupid. Sometimes you look at someone, you're just like, yo, you. If we don't teach you a lesson, you might do some other dumb shit. And also, like a lot could have went wrong in that live stream too. You know what I mean? Like pretty kosher on there. It was very kosher. It was like a PG. I was also like, this is the lamest stripper party ever. When I saw it, at least, you know what I'm saying? That shit didn't look yeah. like it was cracking. It was um, with all that money Paul got. But it is what it is. But we've known that he's a clown, man. He's a clown-ass yeah. dude. He Ever since the wheelchair, funny, he's a clown. Yeah. Hey, but I'll say this. Whenever I hate on Paul Pierce, I got to give him this. Bucket. Basket. Mop and bucket. <laughs> well, how, no, def- no definition in his body at whatsoever. No athleticism. Buckets. Any, any- <laughs> Any any spot he wanted to get to on the floor at any speed, he got there. Basket. He could get to any spot. That, yeah, he, 100%. He's he one of the best at ever getting to, getting to his spots and getting the shot off that he wants. Yeah, so shout out Paul Pierce, but sloppy body, sloppy Instagram. And now he's like, see what's... Yeah, I just I wouldn't blow the ESPN bag, man, because it's just a gift that keeps on giving. They say he's going to go to Barstool. That's what that's Portnoy's on him for, to come over to uh, Yeah, great. Port, yeah, Portnoy. <laughs> Portnoy. Yeah, it's right up Portnoy's alley, apparently. <laughs> shout out, hey, shout out David Day Trader. Yeah, so he might... Uh... Is that what he said he's going to do? Yeah, they're in the talks, I guess. Portnoy was talking about he's been trying to bring him on, so... Not for that ESPN money, though. No, but... He's probably getting a million bucks a year at ESPN for that shit. Easy. Maybe more. Maybe more. Honestly. Maybe yeah. more. Well, yeah, shout out Paul Pierce, the truth. He, uh... I hope, it, I hope he had a good time that night. That's yeah. Hey, good. man, that's all good, bro, oh, man. Man, enjoy your money. He's still rich as fuck. <laughs> He didn't need this job like everybody else needs that job, so he'll be fine. Yeah, for sure. 
Alright, shout out Paul Pierce for Big Dick the Quick. I am your host, Sean Little. That's it for No Catch Up today. We'll see y'all at the end of the week. No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. Tell the homies, tell the friends. Available everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, you know the deal. No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. We out here.